Hey everyone, welcome to GFN Philly 215 Questions Podcast. The podcast where two guys ask what the one thing is for five different questions to a GFN Philly member. The two guys asking the questions are Ben Lennar and myself, Jim Murphy. Hey Ben, what's going on? Hey Jimmy. We are pleased to welcome our guest, Jeanette Moser Orr, workplace strategist at Spark Therapeutics. Hey Jeanette, welcome to the hey. show. Nice to be here, thank you. All right, let's kick off the show. Question number one. What's the one thing from your story that's important for people to know? Okay, I would say the one thing in my story, because I have done so many things, which Bowen knows, is the one thing that you need to, uh, don't fear failure. Everybody's so afraid of failure. You know, failure is progress. And if you don't fail at something, you don't know what you did wrong. You don't know how to do it better. And especially in the workplace today, like we need a culture where people can embrace failure. I think if you want people to be innovative, you have to give them room and permission to fail. So that's my big piece is just do not fear failure ever. That's a big thing that comes up for us all the time on the podcast, Simon Sinek, which is make your people feel safe and then you can really accomplish amazing things because they're willing to fail fast and then you can fail forward. Uh, your tolerance for risk is admirable in a myriad ways. And uh, that's one of the reasons we were so excited to have you on here. I love just you know taking a chance and, and going at it without the repercussions of some made up scenario in your mind. It reminds me of a Tom Petty song. And one of the lines towards the end is, most of the things he worries about in life never happen anyway. It's a great way for people to kind of accept that worry is just being a thought, not actually being something that actually occurred. And Mindfulness is one of those key ways to kind of bring that all back home. There's being fearful of trying something new and there's being reckless, and that's two very different things. Question number two, what's the one inspirational quote that you would share with the listeners? This was an easy one. Opportunity is missed by most people because it is dressed in overalls and looks like work. And that is Thomas Alva Edison. This goes into not being afraid to fail. Just because you have an idea doesn't mean it's going to work out, but you're going to have to work at it. I had my own motorcycle safety school. We worked really hard to build that business and teach people how to ride motorcycles safely. I was a very accomplished equestrian. I rode my horse every single day to get to the level that I needed to go to. It was a lot of work. All of these things, you have to be able to, to put the work into it, and that's gonna tie into your passion. And again, it doesn't feel as much like work, but it, it is opportunity, you know, opportunity isn't something you just sit there and it magically falls in your lap. You got to work at it. Absolutely true. And it's uh, one of my favorite books that was recommended to me by my old boss, Tom, was The Obstacle is the Way. The effort, the work is the way that you get to what it is that you are trying to accomplish. It's not necessarily always looking for the path of least resistance that will take you through life. That was an easy quote for me. I actually have it on my desk. Rapid fire. Five questions. What's your one book or podcast? Podcast. It's called Old Gods of Appalachia, and it is a horror anthology that is based on the myth and story that comes out of the Appalachian region in this country. What's your one album? Easy. Born to Run. I'm a Jersey girl. What's your one vacation destination? My one vacation destination is any place I haven't been yet. There's so many places that I want to go. What's your one TV series? I love this show. I just found it recently. It's called Somebody Somewhere. And what's your one movie? 
I don't have one movie. This was a hard one. One of them is Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Huge Coen Brothers fan. And the other one that I'll watch absolutely anytime is Young Frankenstein. I, I can practically quote the entire script. You've got some deep cuts there mixed in with some stuff that uh, I've absolutely never heard of. So you got a Coen Brothers movie, you got Born to Run, with, and then you've got Appalachian podcast horror stories. I'm excited to, uh, to check these things out. From a vacation destination perspective, I know you've been some awesome places, so the, the list of spots you need to check out are getting shorter and shorter. Yeah, there's, we had a trip planned uh, that got canceled due to COVID. We were, we were going to do a Viking river cruise and I wanted to do that because you get off the boat, right? It's not about being on the boat. And we were starting in Prague and we were going to be there for three days, go through Germany during Oktoberfest and end up in Paris. So, but to see Prague, which that's part of my heritage, and I love Paris, and my husband was stationed in Germany in the Air Force. He's always wanted to go back there. It was like, this is a perfect trip for the two of us. And again, I like to get off and explore, and I want to see uh, what the local people do. I'm not interested in going to a place and going to a Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. A lot of heat coming from this episode of the podcast. We're making fun of millennials. We're making fun of people that eat at chain <laughs> restaurants when they travel. I like this. Is like, a, we're taking a different tone. Rapid Fire has been uh, sponsored by <laughs> Jimmy Buffett's Margaritaville. <laughs> Guy Fieri's trash can nachos. There we go. <laughs> I guess me and Erica will just stop going to the Madame Tussauds wax museums at this point. I, I was in Portugal one time and this person came up to us and said, you know, do you speak English? And I said, yes. And they're like, come here, we want to show you something. So we're going down these alleys and I'm like, well, I'm either getting robbed or something interesting is going to happen. And we went up and there was this young band. They were playing rock and roll music and they wanted Americans to hear them to see how they were doing. So I drank for free all night because I would sit there and tell them when they were doing a good job, but it just happened. You know, it just, it was one of those great spontaneous trip things. You got to be open to stuff like that. It was really one of the coolest things. And that band was the Rolling Stone. Question number four. What's the one charity or cause that you would recommend to the listeners? I would recommend a charity called Mid-Atlantic Horse Rescue, and they are based in uh, Chesapeake City, Maryland. Beverly Searles Strauss runs the organization, and what she does is she will take thoroughbreds that are no longer suitable for racing and will either give them rehab if they're injured and train them and find them appropriate homes in other disciplines. Thoroughbreds, their careers can be over before they even begin. And a lot of these horses are two, three, four years old, but you know they end up in awful places. So Bev does an amazing job with the thoroughbreds, brings them in, takes care of them, adopts them out. They're my favorite horse. I don't know if you guys watched the Kentucky Derby this weekend. The horse that won the race wasn't even in it because there were 20 horses. He was number 21. A horse scratched. He got in. Odds were 79 to 1 for this horse to win. And he did. So you can play the odds all you want. You can look at horses breeding. You can look at the jockeys. Every day is a new day on the racetrack. That's why they play the games. I, I saw uh, one of my buddies who's a bit of a degenerate gambler, which doesn't even narrow it down in my friend group, unfortunately. <laughs> he sent out a, a graphic that said if you had bet a dollar on the Superfecta, you would have won $30,000. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, that would have been a nice payout if you would have had those three. Yep, exactly. So Mid-Atlantic Horse Rescue, they do have a website, midatlantichorserescue.org. They can use money, they can use gift cards, all kinds of things there, but she does a great job with the horses. I can personally attest to someone that, that knows you, Jeanette, you are a, a horse lover. So yes. this is a good spot to, to send your money and particularly appropriate with the, the derby just happening this week. Yep. And the last question, 
What's your one tip for building a meaningful connection? I would say if you really want to get to know people, have a meal together. The first time I met Bowen, we went to Rion Pizza. Like I had just met you and you went, oh my God, I love that place. And I'm like, oh, all right. I like this guy already. I appreciate you editing the profanity out of what I actually said the first time you mentioned that pizza shop. I know, but food is the great unifier. If you want to sit down and get to know somebody, that to me is the great way to really get to have some meaningful connections is to sit down and have a meal together. My family, when we raised our kids, we ate dinner together every night. And when my son went to college with his roommates, he made sure that one night a week, all six of them had dinner together just so they could connect. It can really bring people together. It takes the pressure off of a lot of things. You know, you're just having a meal together. It's just, it's a fun thing to do. When I moved here, I made the excuse of moving to a new town to try every pizza place. I'm like, I have to see where the good pizza is and ate pizza every night for four weeks until I felt horrible. But I found some really good, uh, good pizza spots. So, yes. Did you find good pizza in Denver? Yes, there's a couple of really good spots. Okay, good. There wasn't when I lived there, sorry. This is a great one for people, and Jeanette's spot here today is sponsored by the GFN Philly Lunch Series. I have a blog that I do that I, again, and it's called uh, Bring Something to the Table. Everybody has a story around food, whether it's the thing that your mom makes that's your absolute favorite, or in my case, my mother, who was an absolutely horrendously bad cook. And it, it's, it makes for really interesting stories. Food's a good one. I know, I remember growing up with Mother's Day just passing along here, but my mother leaving us a few years ago. Uh, her making her famous spaghetti on Sunday nights, right? And so that's something that, you know, I grew up with and that experience and family coming over on Sundays. And that's something that we do at our own house. It's a great way just to kind of connect. It's always nice to break bread. It is. It is. Well, who I work for as well, uh, the, the, the Jersey Shortcast, that they were at the clubs on Friday and Saturday. They, they always made time for themselves on uh, Sunday night dinner there. You know, I never watched that show just because having grown up in central New Jersey, I would like, Nope, I'm not partaking of this. <laughs> hey, Jeanette. Well, thanks again for joining us here on the GFN Philly 215 Questions Podcast. Well, thank you. It was a pleasure and so much fun.